So, Michaela. Michaela? Hello? Oh. Uh, G'day, listeners. Warwick here. Tradies Business Show. Yes, you have tuned into the right podcast. Yes, Michaela is missing. She's gone AWOL. Uh, Michaela's actually in the Philippines enjoying some sunshine and uh, she's over there learning about online marketing and all sorts of really cool stuff uh, from a whole bunch of top entrepreneurs from all around the world and I'm stuck here in the studio cranking out episodes and uh, doing what we do best which is sharing some great tips with you our listeners so you've just got me today and um, I'm going to try and organize a, uh, a bit of a live cross to Michaela over in the Philippines and uh, we'll record that and put it up on the show but um, today's episode is uh, and the good thing about that too with Michaela being away and g'day Michaela when you do actually listen to this episode <laughs> and then uh, give me a hard time about it uh, so you should never leave me alone in the studio Michaela it's very trusting uh, but the thing about this is I get to dodge her crazy questions that make me look like some sort of sap. Uh, so no questions today. And uh, I'm just going to enjoy having the microphone all to myself. But I will introduce today's episode, listeners. Uh, we talked with a guy called Jason Mallowan. And if anybody's been to our website lately, and if you haven't, go and check out tradiesbusinessshow.com or uh, if you want to have a look at our membership site, which you, of course you do because that's where you're going to get exclusive content and bonus interviews, uh, video training, templates, all sorts of stuff will load up there. You'll get access to our private Facebook group where you can chat to other tradies as well as Michaela and myself. It's a dollar for the first 30 days, so there's the plug. But go to uh, tradiesbusinesstoolkit.com or go to the show page and you'll see some of the images that today's guest captured of Michaela and myself. And I have to say, if a photographer can make me look good, then he's got to be, or she, has got to be a bloody genius. So uh, <laughs> go and check it out. Um, tell us what you think. But today's guest is Jason Mallowan, M-A-L-O-U-I-N. And uh, Jason's not from around these parts. He's uh, he's an American boy. But uh, Jason is a bloody amazing photographer. But more than that, he's very passionate about business owners understanding and appreciating the power of their image not just photos on your website uh, although that is a big part of it but certainly uh, the power of your image in your business what that says to your customers and a little bit along the lines of the interview we did with Alan Pease recently about body language but this is more about the uh, the still image version of that so um, interesting interview Jason's very passionate about small business and uh, about people uh, getting the most out of their business so have a listen and uh, stick around at the end and we'll talk to you about um, some cool stuff coming up welcome to the tradies business show helping you get off the tools and into true business ownership so you can spend more time doing the things that matter most now here are your hosts warwick bidwell and michaela clark so we're talking with Jason Mallowan today. Have I said that right, Jason? Yeah, you actually got it right. Hey, awesome. yeah, yeah, high fives <laughs> uh, from Jason Mallowan Photography. But um, Jason joins us today on the Tradies Business Show to talk about the importance of image. Funnily enough, we're talking to a photographer about image. So, uh, Jason, tell us a bit about your story, mate. How did you come to be taking in incredible uh I, I don't even know what to call these things that you take but we, <laughs> michaela and i have literally just been through this experience with jason so 
So we'll never look as good as we will hear on this podcast. Does that make sense? <laughs> yeah, that's right. So although this is an audio medium, God, we look good. So anyway, I'll uh, hand over to Jason. Tell us a bit about your story, man. How'd you come to be doing this? Uh, well, I guess, I mean, it's kind of weird. I, I've spent, um, okay, I've been a photographer for about seven years, but before that, I was literally in the woods. I was an outdoor educator or taking students, adults out into the wilderness for two, three, four weeks at a time and uh, just, yeah, had never even owned a camera. And then I kind of wanted to wrap that up and I kind of knew I wanted to be a photographer. So I moved to Australia, bought a camera, decided I was going to be a professional photographer and started from there. Um, yeah, so it was kind of crazy. I didn't give myself any um, alternative plan. It was just this is going to work or die. Um, and I started out as kind of an everything photographer, just, uh, did a little bit of everything and quickly realized that people are my thing. Uh, I guess I knew that anyway, but it took me a little while to figure it. And then, uh, yeah, I just, um, I guess the, the, the biggest shift in, in my photography was I had started in advertising and commercial, uh, type photography but nobody really cares about advertising images like they may look great but nobody really cares whereas on the other side well who really cares about images well like families and stuff like that but I don't I don't do families I'm not interested in your kids and that's not my thing I don't care about weddings so I was like well how do I find something that's that people really love and really care about and that everyone's going to get to see because that's the advertising side of me that I really liked. So yeah, so I, I quickly found that portraits for professionals are, that's kind of my sweet spot. People really care and they go and show everybody. They go on book covers, they go on public speaking rosters, they go on podcasts and video blogs and magazines and newspapers and yeah. So what do you think makes a really good photo as far as getting your personal brand out? And we'll touch on how important that is, but what do you think is the essence of getting a good photo? When it, what it all boils down to for me is if, if, you can, if you can possibly look away from the person's eyes, uh, it's not a good enough photo if you're not locked into eye contact with that image, if it doesn't immediately make you pause and go, Oh, oh my God. Oh, uh, wow. Like what that, that just that kind of <laughs> almost like loss of words kind of moment. If it's not there, then it's not a good enough shot. And I think our listeners probably get that when you look at, images perhaps of or when they look at images of maybe what we would consider to be high-powered people executives uh you know political leaders whatever but for a plumber or a chippy or mm. you know a mechanic why is that so important is it important for them with their headshots if they have them on their website or their vehicle or whatever whatever it might be yeah well i mean that's to to be able to get a sense of who you are and what your company stands for and what you personally stand for and what you value and and you know the as businesses we make a lot of promises 
but it's the people that back up those promises. And, you know, it's great if you have a relationship with somebody already. If you've been working together for years, that's awesome. Like, you know, everybody knows exactly what's what. But, you know, we're always looking for new clients and we're always looking to connect with new audiences and, and new customer bases. And, you know, if you don't have, at the very least, a, a basic image that shows you, you know, who you are and why you matter. Um, you're, you're, you're losing out on that chance to connect um, before you ever pick up the phone, before they ever pick up the phone, before anything. Everybody goes and gets stalked on the internet now. They look at Facebook, they look at your website, and if you look like you matter, then that's the person I'm going to connect with. And, it, you know, it's a an industry where we go into people's homes. Tradies go into people's yeah, homes. Right. So that trust and, and building that <laughs> authentic connection and relationship basically for this industry has to happen really quick, you know, because we are inviting you that's, into our homes. That's wild. I'd never even thought about that. Yeah. yeah that's so it's even more important for this <laughs> industry to have a a really good trustworthy photo and build that relationship visually so when you do decide to ring them because you go oh they look professional and they've got a great image you're already halfway there to getting that sale Mm. yeah and it's not even about like trustworthy it's funny trustworthy is a side effect of i'm gonna say it's a side effect of authenticity like if in an image you don't i don't need you to look trustworthy i need you to look real and honest and just genuine you know if you're that guy that's just full of jokes and and always you know like making people laugh then you know i i want to see just real and and trustworthy comes because you showed me real now you have my trust and that's a that's a big part of you know it's not the it's not the um, the visual result. It's the side effect of, of of that. It's almost like an emotional response to that image, isn't it? Where yeah. <clears throat> there's uh, you know, neuro-linguistic programming, which is used by a lot of sales trainers, and uh, that's all about creating rapport so that when we meet somebody, they feel yeah. commonality and comfort with us, and then trust comes from that. And it's like you're able to create that in one single frame of somebody's facial expression. I get all geeked out on some of this stuff, but like, you know, there's these like these micro expressions that we have that flash across our faces that transmit so much of the meaning of what we're communicating. And all of that subtlety, all of that nuance is, 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 I mean, it's kind of lost in a photo. It's, it's moving. It's, it's, it's constantly changing and flowing. So there's a, there's a matter of getting some of that micro communication to happen on camera. I always tell people it's not, you can't like, like confidence, for example, it's not something you can, you can't be confident on camera. You have to do confidence on camera. It's something that you kind of have to wrangle into the image and it is a process and it feels a bit fake, but it looks real. And like you were saying with the the NLP or, you know, even just simple body language, you know, just a leaning forward a bit more in your image 
means so much more. It's like you're leaning over across the table at someone, like you're engaging in a conversation with them, like you're interested in, in what they have to say and what their problem is. Because, you know, as businesses, that's what we're doing. We're solving people's problems. So unfortunately, anyone outside of Brisbane right now can't take the benefits of your beautiful photography. And we've just had our headshots done and I've never had such a great image coach, which I think is something that you do and really bring the best out in people. So unfortunately, you're not everywhere. So if our listeners are looking at getting photos done, what should they be considering about engaging with a photographer and getting the right type of images? Well, hmm. <laughs> That's a tricky one. I mean, there's a whole bunch of... Man, this is a tricky one. Really, honestly, because... Mm, it's like, there's the there's the photographer side of it. Like, how do you pick a great photographer? And honestly, I guess... Can you hear that? No? We can edit it's just my phone uh, vibrating. That's okay. Um, it's hard because if you go to a photographer's website and you have to scroll through the wedding shots and the artistic nudes and the industrial machinery and the product photography and, and then there's headshots also, that's a pretty good indication that they're not going to deliver an exceptional product. I mean... I mean, I, honestly, it never occurred to me before, but I guess like any tradie wants to be the great at the thing that they do. I mean, if you're a plumber, you're not doing carpentry because that's not what you do. You do what you know. You do what you're great at. Uh, so, or, or vice versa. Um, but so generalist photographers are a good indication that they're not going to be able to deliver anything great basically you want to find a headshot photographer and um yeah uh it's a, it's <laughs> it a, it's a like tough one you're it uh so you might have to start looking at expansion around it's, the country <laughs> cloning a, yourself it's jason little, yeah, it's tricky it's but it, but it's a good point that uh you know if you want uh the best plumber you wouldn't go to the website where you know he's do doing everything yeah um, like those like the brands where you know they're like a uh, uh like a handyman okay a handyman would do a little bit of everything i suppose but you know if you need some serious work done you don't call the handyman you you call a specialist so you wouldn't be a fan of having your 14-year-old daughter get out your smartphone and take a photo of you standing next to a ute then, I would imagine. What, why should people invest in good quality imagery? The, okay, so the photo of, with your 14-year-old taking the photo with the smartphone is part of the story. And that is, it is valuable in its own way. Like, I have the terrible photos of me that... You know, I, I flip my phone around and do a, a selfie when I'm somewhere interesting or, or different or if I'm standing in front of a project I particularly like or, you know, that, that's part of the story and that's all valuable and great. That's not what I put up front. That's not the image I use to, uh, to meet people, as it were, you know, like digitally, <laughs> electronically meet people. Um, I want, 
uh, it's a bit of a, I guess it's a little trite, but my best foot forward, I want my best image forward. And if it conveys a, a genuine sense of me, then that's cool. And if somehow somebody's 14-year-old kid with an iPhone caught that, then that's that's okay too. Generally, it doesn't happen that way. And generally, people also want to know that they're talking to a real professional and they want to see that you've taken the time and effort to look like a professional as well. Because I have to say, in the work that I do, it, it does frustrate me that when I go to the About Us page on somebody's website, so this is from my perspective as a consumer, that there's no picture of them, particularly if it's a oh, service no. business. Yeah, right. And, and I go there and there's a bit of fluffy text about the company and the history and all that sort of stuff, but there's no picture of a real person. I want to mm. see the guy or the girl who's behind this business and I want to get that human connection with them. And it's the same when we interviewed uh, Adam about LinkedIn, uh, mm. you know, Adam Hulhan. It's, it's like people have a profile and there's no picture and mm. I won't actually accept a connection from them because it's like, eh, I don't know, are you a real person or not? So yeah. it comes back to being able to convey that, um, whether it's a website or whatever, but yeah. uh, you know, through social media you mentioned before, it's really, and, really important. And like show the team, you know, get a, take a photo of everybody. I know it's not the... You know, it's not, it's, it's funny because the photos are never really a priority for almost, for most, yeah, it's not, the photos really aren't a priority for most businesses, but they're a priority for the consumers. They're a priority for the customers. We need to be able to connect with the people we're considering hiring and, when there's a face on the other side of that, uh, I'm way more likely to pick up the phone and, and, and connect. How do you think uh, people can overcome some of the fear of getting in front of the lens? I mean, it's, it's a big thing that I know with some of my clients. I try to get them to do YouTube videos or Facebook videos or, you know, before and after shots of jobs, all that sort of stuff. And the one thing that most tradies hate is the thought of actually getting in front of the camera. And I don't think it's it's universal to tradies. It's, oh, it's most everybody. humans hate being it in front of the everybody. lens. Unless you're a show pony like me and then, you know, I just love it. <laughs> but, <laughs> it's uh, a rare breed. <laughs> yeah. But are there some things that people can do to, I guess, overcome that or, or perhaps um, work through that? Uh, obviously, coming and seeing you is a great first step. but That's a, It makes it easier. <laughs> but, you know, I mean, man, it's, there's, there's a few physical things that you can always do to look better on camera. I mean, uh, you know, just leaning forward, uh, turning towards the light, kind of chin down a little bit more, you know, like these are, but these are the things that hopefully your photographer is going to coach you into doing it exactly right. As far as kind of getting yourself more comfortable with the idea of it, I, I you know, maybe just doing it a lot, even if it's just doing it a lot yourself or, you know, getting your 14 year old daughter to grab the phone and do it a whole bunch of times, because after a while it just doesn't 
it just doesn't seem like the giant scary beast that it, it is originally. I just, it's kind of funny. I've just kind of conquered my own, uh, mini fear. I've been kind of hesitating putting myself on video and talking about my own business, but I know how important that is. And it's like something I've really been putting off, but I realized that just picking up the phone and putting it to video and talking into it. Uh, I've done it a couple times. And for some reason after doing that, it just didn't seem to be the boogeyman that it was beforehand. And it, people want to see, it goes back to the authenticity. If it looks like you're trying too hard, you are, and it no, it won't resonate. If you just pick up your phone, point the video at you and start talking into it, it's just real and it's just you and that's honest and that's what people want and that's what people connect with. It's authentic and, and just being you is all people want and, and you don't have to try too hard. I guess that's the biggest learning from, from that. So just get out of your own way and do it really. Yeah. 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 And, and you know, if you don't, if they don't, if they don't look professionally made, then that's better. People yep. just want real. Yeah, I really agree with that because often people, you know, can tell when they're being fake or not yeah. true. And if they're seeing real stuff, so it's you in a, you know, your hand down a hole full of mud trying to pull something out or whatever on a job site mm. or you've got concrete all over your shirt, that's you on the job being real and authentic. I think that says so much than a page full of coffee saying how you're professional and you've been in service this many years. You're yeah. on the job, you're doing it, you're real. And just putting it out there, yeah. you know, it really can make a big difference. Yeah. There's something that I often talk about when it, with my portraiture and there's a huge difference, um, between when, when, you, when you're trying to, okay, how do I put this in an, in an image? If you're trying to tell me something, it feels like you're trying to sell me something. Don't try to tell me something. Just say what you're, just say it. Don't try to tell me, just say it. There's a, there's a difference. And I don't know if that translates without a, without an image kind of example in front of you, but if I feel like I'm being sold, I'm turned off. Yeah. Just, just say it. Just show the photo of you covered in grease or mud or concrete and, and own it. It's you and that's your work. And it's probably what you really enjoy doing. Just own it. And there's a whole lot of value in actually smiling oh, yeah. in front of a camera because the number of people that just look so damn serious, it's like, well, is this guy an axe murderer? Or, yeah, right. You know, yeah. so just relaxing a bit. That's true. And all of those kind of real moments are all part of the story. But there's a, there is a point where, you know, uh, if you're using LinkedIn or other kinds of social media, you you just want a clean, clear, great image of you just to, just to make that initial contact, you know, just for that first impression. Um, it's pretty important. So a question we like to ask our guests on the show, Jason, is 
if you had a thousand tradies in the room, you'd probably want to take their photo. But uh, <laughs> if you had a thousand tradies in in a room, uh, what's what's some advice or tips you'd love to leave them with or impart upon them? Man, uh, look, I'm obviously American. Uh, if you haven't noticed already, <laughs> we kind of picked that up. And uh, interestingly, this whole. Uh, I don't know, this whole tall poppy phenomenon really kind of, um, obviously I've never, I didn't grow up with it and I don't really get it. And I just love it when people step up and stand out a little bit more. Honestly, it's not for your own self glorification. It's for your audience. It's for your customers. You know, stick your head up and and show yourself and and be counted and be seen and you know when people care then people buy. I know it sounds gross and kind of transactional, but it's it's true. Make people care a bit more. Show them show them the real you and and just own it. So true. So thank you so much for your time and our beautiful headshots. Well, we think we're beautiful anyway. Uh, how can we find out more about you? Our listeners find out more. Yeah. No, well, there's um, there's a couple, I guess there's a couple ways. Yeah, really. So there's there's jasonmallowan.com, uh, and that's me and my personal brand and the work that I do for um, kind of higher-level professionals, people that are uh, trading on their image, people that are building, like, epic personal brands, the people that are the face of their industry or the face of their business. Uh, and then I've also created portrait store, which is portraitstore.com.au, And that's, that's kind of the, the, the product for everybody. Um, it's kind of the place to start. Uh, it's an easy way to get a great image and we can bang it out in 15 minutes and, uh, and get you looking really awesome and, and started on your way to, um, yeah, great, a great online presence and a great uh, image. Cool. Well, um, <clears throat> thanks again, Jason. I've got one question that I really want to ask, and uh, Michaela's just uh, glaring at me because she's like, <laughs> "What the hell are you going to ask?" I thought that was it. Uh, what's What's one of the most interesting or challenging or exciting shoots that you've done, or, or maybe the weirdest? Like, is there a memorable? Uh, shoot that you've done that uh, that you're allowed to talk about, mate. That you haven't had to sign a confidentiality agreement about. Uh God. So there was one that is actually it's probably my the pinnacle of my cringeworthy moments as a photographer. It was back in the day when I was still kind of a generalist photographer, and I was hired by a very large corporation. I won't say who because they probably still hate me uh <laughs> years ago but anyway i was hired by this really big company to go out to gladstone uh because there was a big um liquid natural gas groundbreaking going on on one of the islands i guess i've already given away who and what this is but anyway uh the prime minister was there. It was Julia Gillard at the time. And Anna Bly was on the, the ferry. And uh, there was all these um, super VIPs from... Because there was all these different companies from around the world, from Asia and from France. And um, 
so there was this ferry packed full of like dignitaries and like super mega VIPs and I was the photographer and um, at one I, oh god at one point I think this ends well somehow no it's not it's, it's nothing catastrophic but it was at the time we were on the ferry on the way back from the island from the big groundbreaking ceremony and it was everybody was kind of hanging out so I was moving around the boat a bit, taking more photos. Julia Gillard had gotten up from her seat in the front, in the middle, to go and sit with an Aboriginal guy, one of the elders that had been there for part of the ceremony. And she was sitting next to him chatting. So I went down front to take a couple photos of the two of them having a conversation. And I was kneeling in front of Anna Bly. And she said, hey, what's your name? And I was like, oh, hey, I'm Jason. And she's like, oh, wow, what's that accent? Where are you from? I was like, oh, blah, 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 and sat down next to her. So we're chatting away. You know, I had gotten a bunch of great photos. It wasn't like I was you know, missing anything. I had done my job. Anyway, I'm chatting with Anna Bly and the CEO of this company stands up to do the final, I'd like to thank everybody kind of uh, before we disembark kind of moment. And I froze. I'm sitting under this guy's nose. He's giving his speech. I'm sitting there staring up at him with this dumb, blank look on my face. <laughs> Julia Gillard is behind me somewhere. I've fully, st I, I just, I absolutely froze. He's like glaring at me while he's giving his thank you for coming speech. It was definitely the most cringe. I eventually realized that I could slink away. And then I just, I, I left in the middle and then like there was this empty seat. And, and anyway, it was, it was super mega, mega awkward. And I really wished that the ground would swallow me up that day. Um, yeah. That's cool. So you ended up on the wrong side of uh, everybody's attention, mate. You're supposed to be snapping yeah. photos and here you are accepting the, uh, the speech yeah i stole julia gillard's seat. <laughs> that's your claim to fame man. <laughs> disastrous awesome. claim to fame but yeah that was definitely the most cringeworthy that's awesome well thanks again for sharing that mate <laughs> and uh thanks for coming on the show and uh yeah if you want to check out more about jason's work and really you should uh whether it's through portrait store or with jason himself uh, it's jasonmalowin.com and that's M-A-L-O-U-I-N. Awesome. Did I go, man? Did I get yeah, that right? Yeah. Jasonmalowin.com. Uh, really is worth a look. And it'll also be in the show notes as well. We'll link it up there for you. Cool. Great stuff. Thanks, man. Yeah, thank you. This has been great. Got a question you want answered on the show? Go to tradiesbusinessshow.com. So there you go, listeners. Great interview with Jason Mallowan. Go check him out at jasonmalowan.com. Uh, he has some, <laughs> the, the images on his website in his galleries just blow me away. The connection that those pictures create with the viewer. And, uh, certainly, uh, whether you use Jason or not, and we'd obviously highly suggest that you do, uh, go check him out. Tell him you're from the Tradies Business Show, and I know he'll look after you. Um, he has some pretty good packages. Uh, it's more affordable than you might think, but it is so powerful. And I, I have to say that since I've, uh, been putting those uh, images up, on things like my LinkedIn profile, Facebook, uh, you know, profile picture, uh, using them on the website and all sorts of things. The number of people who have actually started connecting with me, and I know it's the same for Michaela, 
since putting those photos up. They just have this amazing power to create connection. And really, that's what images are all about. They're about conveying the story. And that's a big part of what Jason does when he actually takes those photos. Really cool experience to go and... Uh, you know, jump in the studio with him and uh, get those shots done. But uh, check him out, jasonmallowan.com. Tell him that uh, the show sent you, the, the only show really in Australia worth listening to. Uh, that's not entirely true. There's there's a whole bunch of podcasts <laughs> worth listening to. But on that, if you are looking for some other podcasts, team, uh, go and check out Ronsley Vaz's podcast, Bond Appetit. I was interviewed on there recently and we were lucky enough to get Ronsley on our show as well. Uh, there's another one called Small Business Naked. Uh, you might have heard Nick May on the show quite a few episodes ago. Nick runs a business called Walls by Design, but he's also got a podcast and uh, and a whole business consulting side of things. Small Business Naked, another great podcast. And there's a whole range of podcasts about entrepreneurship, about marketing. There's, there's a number you can check out. And it really suggests that you go and listen to more than just the Tradies Business Show. Oh, that pains me to say that. Um, but uh, yeah, the more stuff that you get in your head, the better the questions you can ask when you jump into the Tradies Business Toolkit and start talking to Michaela and I in the private Facebook group. Was, did you like that segue? So I've got to kind of talk to you as the listeners now because I don't have Michaela here to laugh at my really bad jokes. So um, jump into the Tradies Business Toolkit. If you want to find out a bit more about it, just go to tradiesbusinesstoolkit.com and uh, there's a whole heap of info on that page before you have to make any decisions about registering. If you do, it's only a dollar for the first 30 days. And then if you sign up between now and the end of June, you will uh, will keep you in there at 10 bucks a month ongoing. So it's just 10 bucks a month, and there'll be new content going up all the time. We'll have monthly webinars and uh, obviously the private Facebook group and bonus interviews. So we do extended interviews with a lot of our guests and get them to stick around and give us some, uh, some ninja tips for tradies in business. So go and check that out. And um, just while we're talking about images and uh, listening to other podcasts and I guess uh, expanding your brain a little bit is the importance of training, not just yourself but your team as well. I want to give a shout out to our show supporter, Face to Face Training. So these guys do training in um, all sorts of areas, but uh, you know things like concreting and uh, you know waterproofing, um, you know, safe work methods, all sorts of stuff. Whatever you can think of, uh, landscaping. They have all sorts of courses. Um, there may be government funding available for some of those, but uh, it'd be best if you speak to the guys about that. There's some things that we're not allowed to say, and I've probably just uh, trampled all over the, the legislation there. But uh, go and check them out. Uh, face-to-face, which is F-A-C-E-T-O-F-A-C-E, face-to-face.edu.au, and uh, tell them Walker sent you. So uh, hope you enjoyed that episode. Um, hope you've enjoyed listening to just me. I have to say, it um, it feels pretty good being in the studio here by myself, Michaela. So you uh, you might be out of a job, mate. I might just um, call this the Tradies Business Show with Wazza. That has kind of a good ring to it, doesn't it? Anyway, until next time, listeners. Hooray. You've been listening to the Tradies Business Show with Warwick Bidwell and Michaela Clark. Want to get off the tools into true business ownership? Find out how at tradiesbusinessshow.com.